Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Amen. Please open your Bibles with me as we go into the Word this morning. In Genesis 41, we're going to read from verse 46. Genesis 41. The Bible says, Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph was out of the presence of Pharaoh. He went throughout all the land of Egypt. Now in the seven plentiful years, the ground brought forth abundantly. So he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt. He laid up in every city the food of the field which surrounded them. Joseph gathered very much grain as the sound of the sea until he stopped counting, for it was immeasurable. And to Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine began. Now, please take note. Two sons, whom Asenet, the daughter of Potiphar, the priest of On, bore to him. Joseph called the name of the first one Manasseh. For God has made me forget all the toil of my father's house. Somebody will forget all the attacks of the devil because God will give you a new song in Jesus' name. He says, and the name of the second one he called Ephraim, for God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Even in the midst of this situation, I decree in Jesus' name that you will be fruitful. You'll be fruitful in your mind, in your body. You'll be fruitful in the thing God has called you to do in Jesus' name. The Bible said in verse 53, he said, Then the seven years of plenty, which were in the land of Egypt, ended, and seven years of famine began. Began to come, as Joseph had said, the famine was in all the lands. But in all the land of Egypt, there was bread. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Then Pharaoh said to them, to all the Egyptians, go to Joseph. He said, in this season, God will make you an answer. He will give you an idea that when this day is over, you will be a solution in Jesus' name. He says, go to Joseph. Whatever he says to you, do. The famine was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouse and sold to the Egyptians. And the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. So all the countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain. Because the famine was severe in all the lands. This morning, by the grace of God, we're going to be speaking on something I've titled, Still Standing After These. Why don't you just tell somebody beside you? Why don't you just prophesy to your, your own future if you are there by yourself? Say, I'm still standing. I will still be standing after this. In Jesus' name. I want to also begin by defining crisis. Crisis is defined as a condition of instability or danger as in social, economic, political, or international affairs, is defined as a time of upheaval in a personal life that leads to major changes. As a matter of fact, Cambridge Dictionary defines crisis as a time of great disagreement, a time of confusion, and a time of suffering. Now, you will agree with me that one can define the current global pandemic COVID-19 as a time of global crisis. But all the same, 
no matter what time it is, what God is saying to us and saying to you, after this, you will still be standing in the name of Jesus. Amen. The text that we read this morning, in verse 46, it tells us that Joseph was 30 years when he stood before Pharaoh. Now, I know many Christians will like to take some prophetic years and begin to declare them. We like to say, well, at 30, Jesus Christ stepped into his ministry. At 30, Joseph, he stood before Pharaoh. But my dear friends, it's not just about the years. It's about the life that has been packed into the years. Because Joseph, he didn't just stand at 30. Some things preceded that. May your years be full with life. May it be full with fulfillment. May your years be filled with good health in the name of Jesus. No matter what years you are. 30, 40, 50, 15, 16, or 10. I pray that you will have encounters with God that will make the days to come quite relevant in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, David was not even 30 yet when he stood before the king. He was a teenager when he stood before the king of Israel. And he said, I will go to this uncircumcised Philistine. So it's not about the year. It's about what we lend ourselves to as we climb up the years. There are young men that are doing great things. Remember? People like Daniel, Meshach, Abednego. They were young people when they stood before the king. So you see, Joseph, they had faced people like Joseph. They had faced tough times. They had faced crisis moments in their life. Whatever we are going through right now, my dear friends, there are people who have been through things. What we are going through, it's really hard. It's really difficult. I'm talking about globally. But God is harder than the times. God has plans. He has pathways. And I believe that today in Jesus' name, you will learn into all those in Jesus' name. Amen. So there are times of hardship that people in the Bible, they have been through. But the Bible makes it clear to us that after this season, because of the promises of God's word, remember in Acts 17, 28, the A part, he said, for it's in him we live, we move. We have our being. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, whether in this season of lockdown, or you have to go to work, or you are in the forefront, you are a medical person, wherever you find yourself, or a community worker like some of us, I pray that you will not walk outside the presence of God. That you will walk in him, you will live in him, you will have your being. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you are covered perpetually by the blood. You are washed by the blood. You are protected by the blood. You are redeemed by the blood. You are delivered by the blood. In the name of Jesus. Shout a better amen, somebody. Amen. Joseph, in this story, he had gone into slavery unannounced, unprepared, unexpectedly. He was a young boy. He was taken into slavery. And then he found himself in Potiphar's house. In Potiphar's house, he thought, okay, now is the time of relief. And then he found himself in prison for something he didn't do. He was in prison. Joseph was sent into prison. Now, it was not a year prison. He was, not, he was not told you are going to prison for only two years or whatever. It was an indefinite time. Listen, there are many nations right now. When they lock down, we don't know for how long. We don't know when this is going to be over. We don't know when this COVID-19 will be over. But whatever the thing is, I want to tell somebody that in the name of Jesus, these hard times will not exist for long. God will put a name to every confusion in the mighty name of Jesus. I see you coming out of this situation in Jesus' name. You know the Bible says concerning Joseph, 
when he was in that situation in Psalm 105 verse 19, he says, until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people let him go free. I see you coming out of this incarceration in the name of Jesus. Amen. When he says the ruler of the people, now, that was not God. The ruler of the people, he would impose some kind of limitation on them. I pray in the name of Jesus, every limitation COVID-19 are brought to the world, brought to our city, brought to our nation. I decree in the name of Jesus, our liberty is here. Amen. In Jesus' name, we speak to the air. We speak over the atmosphere. We decree in the name of Jesus, a time of cleansing, a time of freedom, a solution that will set men free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now listen carefully, my friends. What many see when you have come out is what they see. He stood before the king. Atati, Joseph stood before the king. But I want you to see something that he didn't just stand before the king. Because we are going to stand before the king when this is over. But what do we need to do before we get to that point? That's what we want to talk about this morning. Without the training that you have been through in all the years of waiting inside... Standing before the king can be a little bit hard. Can be a little bit not even possible. That's why we want to prepare ourselves. That's why we want to use the season that we are in, even in the right way. I want you to know that in every situation of uncommon crisis, God has expectations for you and for me. You know, Shannon Adler, she said something. She said, you cannot have the rainbow without the storm. Many people only celebrate the rainbow, but they don't appreciate the storm. Many people only see how Joseph stood before the king. But they don't understand that there was the period of storm in his life. Many of us are going through that period right now. And I want you to know that God is going through it with you. He is right there with you. Wisdom comes out of the scars of your trouble. Experiences of life. The things you are going through right now. It's going to count for the day you will stand before the king. Some people only want to keep memory of losses, memories of their pain, memories of their sorrow. Many people only want to keep memories. They want to actually build a castle, build a mountain out of their loss, tears of pain. They want the whole world to see, you know what, I'm incarcerated. You know what, this has happened to me. But that's not Joseph. And that's not what champions do. Champions also get bruised. We also occasionally experience a loss. We weep too. We shed tears too, but we don't build our castle on that. We shake it off and we rise up because we know that the Bible tells us that we may be hard-pressed on every side. We are not crushed. I want to tell somebody, you may be hard-pressed when you are not crushed. We are perplexed. We are not in despair. We are persecuted. You are not forsaken. God is with you no matter where you are right now. I don't care what the situation seems around you, but I want to understand that there are warriors ahead of us. How did they win? That's what matters. Because you are winning. In the name of Jesus. You may be struck down, but you are not destroyed. Your business will rise up. Your health will rise up. Your life cannot be snuffed out by whatever is prevailing. Because it was given to you by God. In the name of Jesus. We are supposed to push back. We will push back this barrier. We push back the barriers of COVID-19 in our homes. We push it back in our church. We push it back on our streets. We push it back over our nations. It will not have its relevance in this country. No matter what the professionals are saying, we also know a God who rules in the affairs of men. 
in the name of Jesus. Every setback shall become a springboard for a higher jump for us. In the name of Jesus. This is very important for us to know this. Albert Einstein said something. He said, in the middle of difficulty, there are opportunities. In the middle of difficulty. So what are you saying to me? It's in the middle, not at the beginning. We might be going through a period of crisis right now. But there are opportunities ahead. You only have to keep walking. Why don't you just say that to yourself? Say, keep on walking. You cannot stand at the beginning of the crisis and be crying. You can't say, well, what's going to happen to my life? He said, keep on walking. You have to take the situation that we have found ourselves and begin to make the best of it because there are opportunities. One of the things that a great warrior would do, that winners will do, and you are a champion. What you will do is to look for the opportunities. As bad as that situation may be, there are opportunities. That's what we want to talk about this morning. Listen to me. What is going on right now is real. And you can't just keep on saying, that, well, I'm going to put my life on a hold. Until the day that the lockdown is lifted, I'll just keep my life on a hold. You can't do that. The church of God is still open. The church of God is still marching on. Your life is marching on. Your profession is marching on. You might be walking from home. You may not be able to walk from home. Your business is still alive. You have to understand, you can't just sit down. Because unless you get into the middle of the adversity, you can't find the opportunities that are there. When this is over, my dear friends, there will be major adjustments. Remember, when 9-11 occurred, the whole world never returned to the same place. Traveling experiences changed there from there forever. Now, this is another point which is major than that. Changes are here. But only the winners will win. And you are a winner. That's why I want to remind us that a change is upon us. Many nations of the world have thrown away. They've thrown off the lead of caution. Economic policies that were built over 100 years. Just to try to survive this season. But I want you to understand you are a child of God. There are tools in your hand. This is a time to use them. Because when this is over, only the winners will stand. There are several things I want to quickly share with you. Just several things about crisis. And I'll just probably mention only about five for today. The first thing, a crisis will force some necessary change on you. When you find yourself in a moment of crisis, like we have found ourselves, it will force, nah, not the word, some necessary change on you. It's of a fact, not all changes are good. But one thing that is certain is changes is constant. There are some good changes. That you keep on hoping one day I will do. One day I will make that adjustment. One day I will get there. One day I would, one day, one day. But you have never been able to prioritize that one change. But I want you to understand that this is a time that when there is crisis, it forces changes that you didn't plan for. You knew about it. You want to do it. But you just did not plan. You didn't put it into, you wish you could do it. One of the things that crisis does, it forces it. Not only forces it, it fast-tracks it. I like the word fast-track. It will fast-track a change. You have to understand that in life, sometimes crisis will fast-track things. In the story that we read this morning, concerning this man, Joseph, in the time of crisis, in the time of crisis that hit the nation, the king had a dream. Joseph was in prison. The Bible had told us that a chief butler had been here two and a half years before. But he had forgotten about Joseph. 
But in the time of crisis, God fast track his release. I pray for somebody here today. In the name of Jesus, everything that should be bathing you, every good thing that should be started in you, every good thing that has been delayed in your destiny to shape you, I pray in Jesus' name, may this current crisis bath is in you. I see something new started. I see something that has been put it on hold. Something It could be a prayer that has been on hold. It could be a lifestyle that has been put on hold. It could be a discipline you need to begin to start. A character you need to form. A study you need to do. It will be birthed in this season in Jesus' name. So you see, crisis. It depends on how you see. If you are going to stand after this, it will depend on your mindset. Mindset. That's very important. It begins with the mindset. So the first thing is that it will force a change. A good change. There are changes that I'm seeing in my life. There are changes I'm seeing in the body of Christ. I'm seeing more prayer in the body of Christ. I'm seeing more people praying now. I'm seeing more people spending time in the word of God. Now, listen to me. All these will walk together down the line in the name of Jesus. Number two. Crisis brings out the best of the processed you. Now, notice that word. The processed you. It brings out the best of you. It brings out in that moment. Crisis is like fire. It will shape. It will burn up some things. The Bible says. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 13. It says, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test every man's work. What is inside of you is revealed in the time of crisis. Listen, anybody can call themselves a Christian, a solid Christian, call yourself any title in the time of normality, in the time of peace. You can call yourself, you know what you are doing, you can say, you do, whatever it is, carry a big cross. In the time of normal time, but in the time of crisis, what is on the inside of you will show. It's like when you squeeze a sponge, what is inside will show. And I want you to know, though everybody looks normal, without crisis, while it must be stated that, listen, the crisis also brings out the worst out of people. But because you are a champion, because you are a child of God, I believe in Jesus' name, this season will bring out the best out of you. There are things inside of you you didn't know was there. Good things on the inside of you. This crisis will bring it out. What you didn't think you could do. There are good nature on the inside. It will begin to come out in the name of Jesus. There are things which have been placed in you. You have been taught the word. You have been taught in some things. But it's just resident on the inside. Just on the inside. It never came out. But in the time of crisis, it will begin to come out. These are days that God is bathing new natures in you. And listen to me, it will bring out the best in you. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6 verse 20. When he came to the den, this is when Daniel was thrown to the lion's den. When he came to the den, this is the king. The king cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to deliver you from the lion? Listen, Daniel was saying before he was thrown inside that God will save him. He was saying that we will not bow. But when the time came that Daniel was thrown into the den, what was inside of him came out. I pray in the name of Jesus. An encounter with God, which you didn't know you will have. This is the season you will encounter it. As you believe God and stand upon God's word, 
I pray that God will manifest his real presence to you in the name of Jesus. Daniel would never have believed that, even though he was saying it. He was ready to stand to the end. Many of us believers today, we are calling on God, we are decreeing God's word. I pray that in Jesus' name, God will show himself strong on our behalf in Jesus' name. Another important thing which you must know, because after this crisis, you will still stand in Jesus' name. Crisis increases your concentration and your focus. Whenever there is crisis, focus becomes important. Whenever there is crisis, your concentration becomes important. You find something about crisis. It's not a time for conflicting priorities. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You see that? He is the author and the finisher. We have our focus on him. Right now, many of us will understand you wake up in your house, you pray in the morning, you pick up your Bible. Those who have to go to work, who can work from home, work from home. But whatever the thing is, you realize that because you are within a confined space, your focus is narrow. One of the things that happens in the time of crisis is your focus becomes clearer. Your concentration is sharper because you are able to look at one thing. What is the one thing you are taking out of this situation? What is the one thing that you are looking at? In time of crisis, everyone's gladly cut off whatever is not necessary. It's not a time to be gallivanting all over the place. It's not a time to be, oh, I just, I was driving by, I decided to stop. No. It's not a time, I, I noticed it was your birthday, so I have come to do your birthday. No. You are not going around anywhere. Your focus is clear. You have to understand that this is a time that God needs more than anything else, your focus. You must look unto Jesus. It's the author and the finisher of our faith. And I see that God, as we look unto him, may we begin to be transformed by the day. Transformed by the day in the name of Jesus. Concerning Joseph, the Bible says that Joseph, as he left the presence of the king, I love this, he went straight to work. His focus was very clear. The nation was in crisis. There was a crisis upon the land for 14 years it was going to be. Seven years of plenty and seven years time of farming coming up. Why did you say the time of plenty was also crisis? Because you see, even in the time of peace, if you are not conscious, it will come in to bite you. So Joseph knew there was no time to waste. My dear friends, you don't have time to waste. This is not the time for you to sleep and sleep and sleep. This is a time for you to know we are at war. It's a time of soberness. It's a time to remain focused. It's a time to be consecrated in our thinking. Concentrate in the things that matter most. Of course, play. Relax. But that's after you have worked. The Bible said in verse 46, Joseph, he left the presence of the king. He went straight throughout the land. What do you think that was saying? He went throughout the land. He surveyed the land. I'm coming back to talk more about that. He went throughout the whole land. He was not doing a tour. Oh, hey, look at me. I am the new prime minister. No. He was studying. He was looking at places we can build bands here. You as a Christian, this is a time for you to be focused. Take books in the Bible. Begin to study deep. What are you looking for? Take a career. Take your study. There's always an aspect of your profession you have wanted to study a bit more. It's a time to be focused. Let me just mention two more quickly. And we will close for today. Number four. 
The crisis will not last forever. Amen. The Bible makes it clear to us. It was Jesus who said it. In Luke 22 verse 37, he said, for the things concerning me have an end. Amen. I said, COVID-19, you have an end. Amen. There was a day you started with decree your death sentence. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We will declare you buried. Amen. You met us here, you will leave us here. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Nothing lasts forever. When the king had a dream, he said seven years of plenty, seven years of farming. Now that's to tell us actually that even in good times we should be sensitive. We must understand that there is no need for us to assume that life is on a steady level. Nobody stays on mountaintop forever. Mountaintop has a valley time. But whether in the mountain or on the valley, God is still God. And that's what I wanted to understand. That that period ended. So also with this period of crisis end. In the name of Jesus. Good times and bad times. It should bring balance into our life. This should make somebody to know. You can't keep on thinking that this is what my life will become. You know, does it mean now that we have lost forever? Listen, you will not keep on listening to the message in your bed like you are listening to me. It's a season, but this season will be over. Because we are the called out one, not called inside the room. We are called out. Hallelujah. This season will be over. One of the things that this season reminds me of when I was starting as a young minister. I was preaching to an empty room by myself. This kind of reminds me. We'll preach that fire down like we are doing. Empty house. But my dear friends, God was still working. And God is working right now. But this season will be over. That you'll be able to come out to witness You'll be able to come out to make a difference. You'll be able to freely go around. That's what God created you for. He didn't create us to just be inside home, locked down, not going to work. Let me give us one more. Number five. Crisis will reveal the God in you. This is very important. In a moment of crisis, we have said, it shows the, the good things are deposited, but actually the God controlling your life. Crisis reveals the God in you. In verse 50, the Bible said concerning Joseph, to Joseph was born two sons before the years of famine began. And the first one he called Manasseh. He said, for God has made me forget. Now listen, in this time of crisis, you must understand that God will still make his presence felt. It's very important because God will make you forget whatever the pains of the season. Whatever the loss, whatever the, whatever the things that are not going right, God will make you forget it in Jesus' name. Amen. Then also, it's important for you to know, because God is there in your life, he said, God has made me fruitful. I see you coming out with a fruit in your hand, saying that in the time of lockdown, this is what God did for me. This is what God allowed me to do. This is what God helped me to do. You are coming out with fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. There is a God who sees even in the dark. That God is still at work. He sees and he will walk you through this situation. Through the storms of life. So that when this is over, you will be standing. You know what that really means? That you'll be standing? It means you'll be alive. You'll be standing means you'll not be on a machine somewhere. You'll be standing means you will see this behind you. Because God is speaking to you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, as I begin to round up. In Isaiah 49 verse 8. It says, thus says the Lord God, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. May the God of heaven may hear you. Amen. 
as you call upon God. May he answer you speedily. He said in the day of salvation, I have helped you. May God help you. Somebody in the name of Jesus. Can I hear your amen coming through? He says, I will preserve you. Aha. I love this one. He said, I will preserve you from COVID-19. I will preserve you from any pestilence in the name of Jesus. Watch this. He said, I will give you as a covenant to the people. I will give you as a covenant. Because you're on your street, there will be no crying out or crying in. In the name of Jesus. Your neighbor will not lose their life. Because you are on that street, no member of your household will lose their life. In the name of Jesus. No member of this ministry, Harmony Christian Center, and anyone that is called to us, listening to us right now, you will not lose your life. God said you, he will preserve us. Watch this. He said to restore the earth. To restore the earth. Not your household. The earth. Because we are here, we are salt and we are light. I speak over United Kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Father, you will restore our nation. You will restore our nation. Restore health to our prime minister. Restore health to our king. Restore health to our leaders. In the name of Jesus. Watch this. He said to cause them to inherit the desolate heritages. That's something you must not miss out. The reason why God will keep you alive, because after this day is over, you are going to inherit some things. I told us last week, there are booties of war. There are things to take after now. There are things that will be available only for those who are standing. And I pray you'll be alive to take your own. In the name of Jesus. There are jobs that will be available for you to take. There are houses you will move into. In the name of Jesus. Verse 9. He says that you may say to the prisoners, go forth. I love the scripture. That you may say to the prisoner, go forth. Every prisoner of COVID. In the name of Jesus, you will go forth. I say we will go forth. Our doors shall be opened. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will bring liberty upon the land. He will bring healing upon the land. In the name of Jesus. He said to those who are in darkness, show yourself. They shall feed along the road and their pastures shall be on all desolate heights. That's the people who are free, not ones who are locked inside. That's God's plan for us in this season. And in verse 10, he said, they shall neither hunger nor thirst. I pray in the name of Jesus, if you are hearing me, under the sound of my voice, either the hunger or thirst for spiritual things, God does not want you to hunger. Because churches are not meeting in the side does not mean church has closed. You should never hunger or thirst because it satisfies the hungry soul. You must understand that there is provision in the house of God. You must understand that we are here to help you, to feed you. And there is natural food too. If you have any, you are running low in stock, call any of our numbers. We are here to assist you. You will not beg bread in Jesus' name. You will not lose your covering or your, the covering of your home or your shelter in Jesus' name. He says so. He said, They shall neither hunger nor thirst, neither heat nor sun shall strike them. You see that? It means you're not going to become homeless because of this. You won't become, say, I will not become homeless because of this. You see, that's what he says. He said, For he who has mercy on them will lead them. This season, may God lead us. May he guide us into the solution. May he lead us and lead our leaders. May he lead us in authority. May he lead the scientists and lead everyone who is in position of authority. 
He said he shall lead them. Even by the springs of water, he will guide them. If there was any time, and there's always every time, that we need God to guide us every day. It's even more now. My dear friends, if you never believe God, you must believe God as a God. There is a God fact. If you never believe God, this should make you to believe God. That there is a God in the affairs of men. That something can happen and affect the whole world. If you've been thinking, oh no, nothing can affect the whole world. We have moved past that. This should show you. This should show you that your job cannot provide your security unless God keeps us alive. And it's only God. And that's why we are talking about this. He says, he said, even by the springs of water, he will guide you. I will make each of my mountains a road. I love this scripture. And my highways shall be elevated. You see that? My highways shall be elevated. Something must be elevated above the pestilence. Highways of God are the pathways of God. The principles of God must be elevated above the news. I pray in Jesus' name you will not receive letters of shame. You will not receive letters of sorrow. In the name of Jesus. He says, highways shall be elevated. Surely, this shall come from afar. Look, those from the north and the west and those from the land of Sinan. Sing, O heavens. Be joyful, O earth. And break out in singing. O mountains. After this, you'll be full of singing. I see once again the house of the Lord will fill with singing. In your house, begin to sing. After this message, begin to sing. Begin to dance. Put on music. Put on a praise song. Dance with your family members. Listen and tune your ears to the news of heaven. At this season, and praise God. God who keeps you alive. God who protects you. God who is your covering. He said, for the Lord has comforted his people. And he will have mercy on the afflicted. Listen. That same God, he did it for Joseph. He had mercy upon him. He pulled him through the affliction of Egypt. The trouble and the affliction of his father's house. He made him fruitful in the end. And I see you standing when all this is over. We don't want to close this broadcast this morning without giving you an opportunity to give your life to the Lord. Because this is the only way. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. This morning, would you like to give your life to him? Would you like to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing me to this point. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for saving me. I surrender my life to you this morning. Take me. Fill me up. Have your way in my life. Make me new. From this day, may I serve you. May I walk in your word. Fill my heart with your spirit that I will never, never remain the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, please do call us on plus 44-208-597-3110. Or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again.